Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. We're here with Richard Osman. You're still Hi. reading my... Yeah, see, exactly. You can't get away from my book. He's deep in you the door. You cannot get away from my book. Yeah, would that I could. Um, <laughs> tell me about Strictly. So our, yeah. our makeup artists on Pointless are the same makeup artists who work yeah. on Strictly. So we get every single bit of gossip. You, you've been asked to do Strictly, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, all the time. And why don't you do it? Well, I always say I don't have time to do all the training and have the affair. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, um, that is true. So we get every single bit of gossip, and that includes, you know, who's, who's banging who, but also yeah. who's nice. Uh, you mm. got a complete clean bit of health. Everybody loved you. Did they? Yeah, which is great. Because they know everyone behind the scenes, so you know who's trouble. Do you know mm. how important it is? Which you know, it's probably better than It's so important to be nice. Just in yeah. life, right? It's so important to be nice. And I find I get very confused when I see individuals or people who aren't nice. I don't get it. I find it, I mean, especially in television. I always think, listen, if you're saving lives on the front line somewhere and you have to shout at someone, I get it because, you know, like... But if you're working in television and you're a bully and there are people that... Or you shout at people or you're mm. difficult, you just think, what, what job do you think you're doing that you're so important that you, you know... I don't get it. But it's, it's nice the, to be important, but it's more important to be nice. But also, I think what people don't realise is that... And I say this to, to lots of people who ask about, you know, how did you know, how, how do you... People always say, so, oh, what do you do to... Go forward. I think be easy to work with. Yeah. Say say yes to things. Yeah. Um. And just be kind and nice. Well, and that when, is. Yeah. Totally when people it. disappear from TV, sometimes they say, "Why don't they bring back person X?" You think, well, because they're really difficult to work with. And after a while, people just do not want to work with you. Whereas mm. you are every single show you've ever been on, you've had nothing but lovely things are said about you. Yeah, you so you get booked again on things. You turn up, you do the mm-hmm. job, you're funny, you entertain people, you're nice to everyone behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. that's how you build a career. But so, Strictly, you hit always here. Strictly, who they always here. Absolutely hearing. hate. Yeah, and I, I know all the people. That yeah, they, I, I know people I, who've been very difficult. Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who on screen you would just go, oh really? So, someone who someone who used to get them people to get them changed, and he wouldn't wear underwear. I love finding out who. <laughs> I love finding that, out who yeah, se- that, secret assholes like people you think are really oh, yeah, nice and, and, and then re- suddenly. And, and Strictly is so revealing because you're under stress it's pressure yeah. all these different things so you really see see who's it's quite revealing for you in that first I dance would... with your package out <laughs> intentionally yeah. so but but also i do want to get into it just quickly because i read your i read an article that you not your book but i read your article that you wrote the other day and it was such um, a great article and okay. it was about you going to cambridge and talking about you meeting posh people yes for the first, for time, the first time and realizing actually posh people are really nice or well, some are nice some of them and it was a great you should read this article i got sent it <laughs> I, yeah i didn't didn't just come across it i was sent it by your team before the podcast i got sent it uh by i think by my mum or my dad and they said you gotta read it read it and it was just so great oh. well that, that's the thing you know again when we talk about rocket fuel we talked about rocket fuel in the first half about how what you need to really propel yourself forward and one of the things i needed was i was a state school kid who went to cambridge and you know from a low-income single-parent household all that stuff and that was part of my narrative as part of my story and you think yeah this is this is who i am and this is what you know what why I'm going to achieve uh, and going to Cambridge I did think this is going to be great because I'm going to meet all these poshies who've just got here because their parents paid for them to get here and I'm going to be even more uh, angry and I'll show them uh, and you turn up and there are a few of those but not, not very many but you turn up and you meet people like Xander who I do point this with and you just think oh god you're just really nice <laughs> and you're really clever uh, and you're kind and you're thoughtful and you know you didn't ask to be born posh you know I get it there's you know there's a world in which people who are, who are posh don't still don't get it. I'm still in a world where 
I'm surrounded by people who would not be doing the jobs they were doing if they went to my school. But can you explain that? Because I wanted to understand that a bit more. So, because what, and correct me if I'm wrong here, when you, you, you sort of beg the question, when you meet someone, mm. ask yourself the question, would they be in that job yeah. if it wasn't for their upbringing? Yes. And do you, and you, do you think that's true? Yeah, this, this is what I think. If, you're, if you are on either side of the spectrum, if you're extraordinary, you're going to achieve wherever you go. Mm. You know, I see parents with bright kids who send their kids to public school, and I want to go, your kid is really bright. You can save yourself all that money. You know, they're not going to be learning anything else. They're super bright. They're going to achieve where, Smart, wherever yeah. they go. Mm. And there's certain people who are, who are never going to achieve educationally or whatever it is, and, you know, find a different path in life. There's, there's people on both sides. But almost everyone is in the middle, right? Almost everyone is mediocre. Almost everyone is sort of pretty good, but okay, you know, they're all right. And people like that who went to my school end up staying in the town that I grew up in and doing jobs that, you know, everyone's very happy. But... I'm surrounded by people who went to, you know, very posh schools who are, yeah, working in telly, doing these amazing jobs, working in the city, working in hedge funds, you know, running advertising, things, all that kind of stuff. And, I, and it's interesting because the super bright ones know, you know, the privileges they have. But there's an awful lot of people who see, you know, over here having meetings in, you know, private members clubs where you just think you're just, yeah. you're mediocre. There's like four yeah. people, they're all sitting together. I know they're all, they're all public school kids. And listen, again, not their fault, absolutely not their fault, but we have to acknowledge the society. There's an awful lot of people who are where they are because... Totally. It's, it's so cliquey though, I, isn't I, it? I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I completely and utterly agree. But it is cliquey, mm. isn't it? But, uh, but it was just an interesting article because then I, I sort of, and then for the podcast, I sort of delved deeper and sort of realised stuff. And because and, you, you started in production and creative side of yes. stuff and you you were with Endemol and Hattrick I think yeah, it was that's right. yeah. and then you were part of Deal or No Deal yeah all of that and then your TV career as you said before started when you were 40 yeah and it was you created Pointless mm-hmm. and did you and you said to Zander Armstrong who's your uh, co-host on it did you say come do this with me I mean well it was it was, it was, it was I mean we pitch shows endlessly, you know, we're doing loads of quiz shows and Pointless was just one in a whole stream of shows that we did and I played the, the role of the co-host in the, in, in, in the run-through. Uh, and when they suggested that I do it, we were talking about who could host it and Zander had just auditioned to do Countdown. And Zander, you know, it's a bit, he's on big shows and he hosts Have I Got News For You and he's got a huge sketch show. And we thought, oh, it's interesting, he'd want to do a daytime show. That's, uh, that's unlikely. And so, yeah, we got in touch and just said, look, if you're looking to do a daytime show, we've got one. It's with Richard, who you know. Uh, we don't know each other brilliantly, but he, we knew enough. And he just came in and said, yeah, I'd absolutely love to do it. So it was a weird coincidence, to be honest. But, uh, it, yeah, it seems, it seems how to many sh- out. How many shows have you done now? Don't. We are, <laughs> we're, I think, about 1,900 we're on. <laughs> that oh. is oh, so... Yeah. Nuts! Yeah. One thousand. That is so much. Yeah, to- tell me about it. And I didn't it- expect that way back when. I'll say that. Has it been sold worldwide as well? Do you know what? Not really. I mean, lots of shows that we've done at Endemol, Deal or No Deal, a Million Pound Drop, we sold to every country in the world because they're formats that just it just works. They just run and run and run. And Pointless doesn't really work as a format. It's got like a nice hook to it. Uh, is it British humour? Is that why? It's. I think yeah. There's a certain you know people like being in that club because obviously all the other countries look at the ratings and go, oh my god, we're going to sell this this is going to be great mm. and then they start making it and they go what on earth is this show what have you it doesn't sold? make sense it doesn't really work <laughs> i mean it's sort of you know and it's so hard to ask every single question to 100 people and come up with these lists endlessly it's a really difficult show to make uh it's and it, you know it's quite clunky and yeah as you say it's a you know me and zander and lots of lovely british people and it so it feels fun to watch for us but every other country just goes what on earth is this 
but you're. Yeah, the, well, I guess they can't replicate you guys, or they, at least they maybe try. Oh, it's, yeah, I don't know what it, I think. There's some weird. Yeah, it shouldn't have worked as a show. That's for sure. It's not. It's not a Rolls Royce of a format. But this is what that. I find so unbelievably just. It's it's and just to really blow smoke up your butt. So right. impressive. Here you get ready for it. <laughs> get ready for it. But I do. I admire it massively because what whether it's pointless or house of games or all the other stuff or, or your books you know i saw your books the, the you you wanted to write a trilogy for your books wasn't that right you you had a series a, yeah for you sure. want to write a series and the books were sold in an auction oh yes. uh, with that my book wasn't I, there was no yeah. there was no, no auction going on there no kidding jamie <laughs> i mean so oh, no, this is one of those auctions at the end of bargain hunt <laughs> <laughs> but they were, you also took it to an auction and then 10 publishers yeah. wanted to buy it. And that's even before it was written. No, it was written. Oh, okay. So. Oh, yeah. No, oh, God. Well, that's the whole point but of how writing How do they know it. it's going to work? I, that's what it, because I'd written it. Yes. N- that's I, the point. No, because lots of people wouldn't. Lots of people, I, listen, I assume you didn't write this whole book. I, well, I assume you didn't write it. But, you know, this book was not written before you sold it. You just said, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll do, I'll do yeah. 80,000 words and if you give me that money. Right? Whereas with me, I was thinking, I've always wanted to be a novelist. I've always wanted to write crime as well. Mm. But I also knew that you know if you're if you're a, a tv presenter then publishers would probably say oh yeah we'll publish it and so what i did instead completely in secret i wrote the entire thing oh wow because i wanted to sell a book i wanted to look people in the whites of the eyes and say here it is uh because i knew most people would would, would say yes but then we sold it straight away in america and in germany and china so it's sold in like 40 territories around the world who have no idea who i am you know, and Spielberg bought the movie rights, yeah, and he has no that. idea who I am. So you can't so just stop like brushing out, you're brushing over things. That, so I feel like it's a real book. So, if so you know just I mean. mentioned Spielberg. Yes, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's I mean, un- Dave, Dave Spielberg, but still. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is unbelievable. It's fun, right? It, it's more than fun. And also, okay, I know with having Candy Guinness, right, it, what's really fulfilling is is when you do start something and you build it and people mm. actually generally like it and, it, and it, all those different things and especially when you sort of doubt yourself because I think we all doubt ourselves and have imposter syndrome and those different things yeah I mean I really 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 doubt you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie yeah. doesn't doubt himself yeah. Yeah. and I, I really I really think you're an imposter so yeah you're, you're absolutely right but, but with your one which is so good is that it did it sold everywhere and it sold around the world and it's it's selling in all the different places and not even knowing who you are. Yes, just that's shows, the Yeah, but that's the beauty, right? It shows the, the caliber of, of the story. Sign of a good book. Well, yeah. that's, well, that's the lovely thing. And I'm, I'm a great believer, my whole career has been in telly, I'm a great believer that the numbers don't lie. And, you know, I've seen the overnights every morning, the overnights for last night's telly come in, you know, and, you know, you work out when something's a hit and nothing's ever an accidental hit, you know? There's well, why, always a, why is it not? It uh, Was Love Island an accidental hit or no? No. It was a it was it was a really good show that people loved, and then it grew grew and grew and grew, and quite often you'll do a show that you think is great and no one watches, and then the next week even fewer people watch, and you know there it is. It's for a reason. You know you cannot accidentally you cannot sort of make something into a hit that people don't want to watch. It's impossible. You can't hype something into being a hit. People will watch what they want to watch, and you know the numbers uh, in books and in TV and stuff like that never lie. Um, I'll be fascinated. So when when did this come out? A uh, while ago, a couple of months ago, two months ago. And how is it? What? what, what, what? Uh, you don't even know. Does it? Yeah, I, I don't check numbers. That's see, I, I do. So I've been looking at the top tens for a long time. I've yet to see it. I haven't. But yeah. that's uh, I haven't been, your poor publishers. 
What did you get? Like a hundred for it? I'm not going to say. What was, your, what was your advance? Come on, tell us all. I'm not going to say. We want to know. No, know. I'm not going to say. All I can more say. More than a hundred? No, then. I'm not. I'm not there's no way I'm going to say. No way you got more than a hundred and fifty? And I know you're big. I know. I, I get no, it. I'm not going to say there's no way. But the but what is interesting 150. is. 150? No, I did not get a hundred. I, I did not get a hundred and fifty. Did you get a hundred? Richard, stop it. I'm not, stop trying to tease something out of me. But what I do can say mm, is. I I. At the beginning, didn't want to write it. I didn't want to write it, and and then that's how sh- I feel about reading it. Yeah, you know, you're going to have to read <laughs> no, it. Yeah, you're you're going to have to read it. I did it in the in the break between show one and show two. I read the whole thing. <laughs> you actually always used to slag people off and say, "God, I can't believe they've written a book." At, yeah, like, it's true. In their, their mid twenties. But, but my but my thing with the, the I mean, going back to my book, it wasn't it wasn't it was, <laughs> yeah, really trying to plug it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it wasn't about. Um, me just this is what I've done in my life and giving it it was just more about I suppose insecurity and stuff that I spoke about within it and that's the way it was sort of it, after a while it was pitched but I didn't want to write it to begin with I was like no why would I ever do that mm. I, I, I just didn't want to do it and then it was over about three months and then, of they, saying and then they, they waved that check in front of you and you went <laughs> okay yeah, and lockdown it. was happening yeah. and so <laughs> chapter five rising star <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I'm really lucky to have so many friends. <laughs> oh Fuck off, it doesn't say Richard. that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And do you know what? You're one of them, Richard. So oh, you, there you go. That's nice. I would like that to be the case. There you go. So exactly. I Oh, Rebel. Yeah. Chapter three, Rebel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, fucking, yeah. What school do you go to? Radley. Radley. <laughs> the Radley Rebel. The Radley Rebel. <laughs> I have never liked being restricted. <laughs> Look at the front cover. That's the front cover, isn't it? That's it's a lie. You have to yeah. gaffer tape this guy up to restrict him because he's such a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I got um, what I want to do then if. Uh you think you're so bright and smart? I don't think I'm bright and smart wow. at all, Jamie. Well, I'm I just, don't know where I got that, but I just said it. Just I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just enjoying, your, enjoying I, your book. Well, I wanted to give you some riddles to see. Okay, if, oh, great. I knew you'd like this. Any, sorry, Here, chapter great. 12, clown. <laughs> the, other thing, the other thing about me, uh, honestly, I'm kind of a clown. Um, what am I like? Yeah. Can, you know, it's the way I stopped getting bullied at school. I would just, I would just joke. I'm a joker, you know. Life can be serious, but also sometimes you've got to laugh. Uh, he says, anyone who knows me will tell you, I'm a bit of a joker. Uh, 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 okay, I'm a lot of a joker. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, are you... The, ghost, the ghostwriter is really Why did you fucking Justin write it like that? <laughs> I'm a bit of a joker. No, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. The expression, we all know that expression, a bit of a joker. Um, I'm going to blow your mind. Uh, I'm actually a lot of a joker. I'm going to blow your mind. Oh my God. Yeah, okay, just quickly. That is great. Well, yeah. I mean, God, God bless Justin. I wonder how that, he must have knocked that out pretty quickly. Nah, it took him a well. while. We sat down. We sat down <laughs> really? together. Yeah. Oh, we had to take all of my notes. He's a very, ta- he's a lovely he, And he's the loveliest what a guy. very talented man as well. Oh. Writes lovely novels and stuff Yeah, like and that. we went to dinner as well when, and, and just to, obviously we had dinner, we chat a lot, we chat every day. Anyway, going to the riddles. <laughs> okay, let's do <laughs> riddles. Here, yeah, here we go. So you ready for these riddles? Yes. I want to give you? Okay. Yeah. All right. I go in. Yes. But I go in hard. Yes. But come out soft. Yes. And I never mind if you want to blow me. What am I? I go in hard. And come out soft. And come out soft. If you want to blow me, yes, and I never mind if you want to blow me. What am I? And I never mind if you. Sorry, going hard. It's some sort of food stuff. Who knows? Like a frozen, like something in a like ice cream in a microwave. Oh, I don't know. Um, I never mind if you want to blow me. Mm. Hmm. Do you know the answer to this one? I I mean, obviously, people are thinking penis, but no. What are you talking? It's not obviously a penis. No. Um, 
Mm. You give it, I, I couldn't get this one. I'm normally pretty I'm going good. Going hard. I couldn't. I I didn't get this one. So Go I said. Hard. So I said a reed. I thought it was a reed for an instrument. Wait, oh, wait. Yes. Is it is it but frozen it, bread? <laughs> No, I don't mind if you <laughs> frozen bread lost to be blown. <laughs> that's the, that's you, the one. you give up on this one? Right, blown, right, blown. That's the that's the key thing. I don't mind if you blow me. Uh, where and what do you blow? A little football. No, go on. Chewing gum. No bubble gum. Oh, uh, or bubble gum. Yeah. Fine. No, you don't blow. Chewing gum. All right, you bubble gum. Bubble gum. Fine, go for bubble gum. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it bubble gum? Yeah, it's bubble gum. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> chewing gum. You don't blow okay. chewing gum. I've never been able to blow bubbles with bubble gum. Have you not? No. It used to be a big thing, bubble gum, when I was a kid. They're, yeah, they're not do big they still enough. You, you need loads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so big. Do they still have it? Yeah, Hubba Bubba. Do you remember Hubba Bubba? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course they do. Do you know, it costs the UK government £180 million a year to clean chewing gum off the streets. Oh, it's the worst thing, right? It's the terrible thing. Yeah, and that's why loads of countries thing. ban it. It's awful. Yeah. Um, so if people could create a biodegradable chewing gum... Yes. And here's my Hold next on range. A minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Hello. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, a bit of a joker. Uh, actually. <laughs> yeah. Actually, sorry. I'm I'm really really sorry. Sorry Justin, yes, Jamie. Um you know I said to you earlier, I'm a bit of a joker. I had a little thought. Um, because actually, I think I'm underplaying how much of a joker I am. Uh, have you got a... Justin, have you got a pen? Because I've got a little something for you. <laughs> Jamie's just uh, dressed as a yeah. clown. Uh, like, Justin's like, yeah, sorry, it's like two in the morning. Go on. What, yeah, what, what do you need? Yeah. Um, I'm a lot of a joker. Justin, Justin, go on FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, FaceTime, I am dressed as a clown. Yeah, I am dressed as a clown. Yes, it is 2 a.m. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea for the, maybe the name of the chapter. <laughs> Wow, poor Justin. Uh, you know what? We need to get Justin on this, don't we? Okay, we I, we've got to get Justin on this. We will. Okay, wait, hold next one. Here we go. <clears throat> I don't think he'd pick up your calls. He would do. I love Justin. What kind of coat is always wet when you put it on? Uh, coat of paint. Hey, hey. okay. Uh, I start off dry but come out wet. I go in light and come out heavy. What am I? I start off. I start off light. I start off dry. Dry. But come out wet. Come out wet. I go in light and come out heavy. What am I? Huh. I don't know this. I, is that a towel? Mm. No, it's not a towel. I start off light. It's interesting, that one. I start off light. Yes. I start off dry, but dry. come out oh, wet. I, start dry. I go in light and come out heavy. What am I? It's not oh. a towel. I thought it was a towel. It's not a towel. It's not, it's not a towel. It's not is a it towel. a bathrobe? A, sp- <laughs> a sponge? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that sounds it, good. It would be a yeah, sponge. Yeah. It's not a sponge. I thought you lost the logic of the riddle, but that sounded that's, like a, yeah. that's a good answer to something. I'll give it to you here, Gary. It's a tea bag. Okay. So I go in, go in I go in dry but come out wet. I yes. go in light and come out heavy. What am I? Oh, that's, that's, good. that's a good yeah, one. That's a okay, good last one. one for us. Um, I speak without a mouth and hear without hear. I speak without a mouth and I hear without ears. I have no body but come alive with wind. What am I? Alexa? <laughs> come alive with wind. <laughs> Have you ever done the Alexa oh, you thing? Can do the fart. Oh my the god! It's so Alexa, funny. Yeah, amazing. Well, I haven't done that. You can so get, t- tell Alexa to show oh me a god. wet fart, and she goes, yeah. <laughs> and she does like different yeah. fart. Oh my god, it's no, so good. Did she actually yeah. do that? It's really good. It's like dinosaur farts. Yeah. It's amazing. Alexa, do a fart, and she'll do one. Do we have an Alexa? We, have we got an Alexa <laughs> here? Yeah. It's really good. It's, it's not Alexa. You give up. Uh, oh, oh wait, sorry. Wait, hang on. I speak without a mouth and hear without ears. I have no body but come alive with wind. What am I? <laughs> you sea? tied up no. to a chair. The river? <laughs> you gaffer taped. No. no, it is uh, it is an echo. Say it again. I speak with uh, okay, so I speak without a mouth. Oh yeah. And hear without ears. How is an echo hearing? What's the fuck? Oh, you mean an echo is in a that's another Google thing. Yeah, because it doesn't have ears because it echoes back to you. <laughs> an Amazon echo. There you go. It, it echoes back to you. So but it's, it's not like, hearing. Yeah, that's hearing it. You go hello and it goes hello. No, I don't like no. that. No. 
Yeah, you guys don't like that one. No, that's yeah, sad. the tea. But stick to the tea bag. Yeah. Okay. Stick to tea I bagging, like, I like Jamie. Tea yeah. bag. You're only good at that. Okay, well, I thought that was good. <laughs> Book two, Jamie Lang. Stick to the tea bag. But but oh, I do want to know with House of Games, does yes. all of your do all of the game games come from family games and games that you have played? No, it really genuinely comes from over the when you when you work at a TV company, we're always developing quizzes all the time, and the and the real uh, unsung heroes of all quizzes are, are question writers. So if you watch the Chase, Tipping Point, Pointless, all of those things, there's question writers who have writing every single question and they have to cross-reference them and verify them at 15 different places uh, and so you know they, that's a, they're a real sort of subculture of, of, uh, of really brilliant people uh, and over the years we had so many little ideas that you think oh it's not quite big enough for a whole show uh, uh, but it's really fun to write questions for and so we literally just collected all of those together and you know anyone who works on the show can come up with rounds and stuff like that as well so it's just people who love quizzes who love playing quizzes who love inventing quizzes and you just say to them what should we do next? And so, you know, you, and at the start of a series, you, do, you play kind of 14 new games in a room and just see, see which uh, are fun to play. So it's that really. And it's just, it's, it's a brilliant sort of burst of creativity from a, from a brilliant team. Speaking of pointless, a little bit of a throwback. Do you remember yeah. when, I mean, you probably haven't yeah, stopped thinking about, hasn't when about when it. He hasn't forgotten about it. We, we, got, we got to the final. It's, it's, I think it's one of your greatest pointless ever episodes. Well, so sure. was the, the name's intentional, right? Pointless Celebrities. Yes. Because yes. like the, 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 I stopped having it set. Poor Zander, he's such a nice guy. He would, he always says, uh, let's meet today's pointless celebrities. Yeah. And then at the start of this series, he started before every show, we'd say, say to everyone, look, oh, by the way, just so you know, I call it, I say, I have to say, uh, pointless celebrities. I hate saying it. I hate That's saying blah, so blah, blah. Nice. Uh, and so I just, I, just said, why don't, you, why don't you just stop saying it? Why don't you just say his tonight's why, players? Why don't you just call them Bellends? He went, yeah, exactly. His Jamie Lang <laughs> the Bellends. Uh, <laughs> These twats. And so I said, why don't you just say here's today's players? And he went, oh, do you think I could? I said, really? of course you can. It's your show. Do what you want. And so now he just says, let's let's meet tonight's players. And he's so much happier. So oh, that is so players. nice. So sweet. He's See, such a nice people man. are nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did also hear another little fact that apparently you learn all of your script off by heart. I don't, I don't have a script. <laughs> no, I learn my script. <laughs> when you're, at, you're not an actor, you know. But when you have a autocue, you, you you learn the. You oh, learn. If I, oh, I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't have an autocue, so I don't have a script. So like House of Games, all that stuff. You don't have anything. Like just... introducing the show. No, I just remember it's roughly the same every day. <laughs> okay, so Do you know what I mean. So yeah, okay, I, I, just, I didn't realize. I thought it was a talent of yours. I thought I was like, wow, I was, that's incredible. You... No, I did. When I did, like, have I got news for you? I, learned, I had to learn it because that you do have to deliver gangs. You have to deliver pre-written jokes. But no, I try. I try. I've always tried on telly to do stuff where. I, I can literally just be myself and say whatever I want because I can't see the autocue. And so, yeah, but it gives it, that's what makes something feel a bit more informal and a bit, you know, you're not saying the same thing every time and, you know, and I don't think about what I'm going to say until literally the second the camera turns on, you know, and that's kind of fun. Do you, have you ever done stand-up? No. Would you ever do it? Not really, because I'm not, I don't have that sort of, it's not an ego thing, I'm, I'm not an ex extrovert enough. The one thing I don't like about telly is being in front of an audience, being in front of a live yeah, audience. But you're, you're, and now you we do so everything. funny though. So but, but, that, but I get to be funny on TV, which is my favourite, I prefer yeah. that, you know, that's the medium I grew up with and love. Uh, but, so now we do Pointless and House of Games without an audience, and I love it, because I can just be myself and if I'm in front of an audience I, I get nervous, nervous I think, I think I it, but everyone it. gets nervous I think I think yeah. people people learn to accept an audience but actually you're much better in your home comfort that's what yeah. the House of Games I thought was great that, yeah. that you said there was an audience and because you then get worried about what to say or just oh god sometimes and yeah, actually, you worry about the people in the room and are they enjoying themselves yeah. and do they need to go to the loo and you forget that it's ja stupid. Jamie doesn't worry about them <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're just cancelled thinking me. of themselves <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just sees dollar signs <laughs> <in>. <laughs> but it is true it does make it so much better that 
that's what. Also, I just want to say one last thing. When you, because I, I just find that you, you, you wrote the book. You always want to be an author, and you wrote your books, mm. and you wrote your trilogy. Um, everyone I've spoken to has said, God, and obviously it's incredible. They just love it. Oh, that's kind. They, literally everyone. Yeah. And there's a certain style that you write in. Yes. Which is kind of, from what I gather, it's sort of old. From what I gather. <laughs> from what I've been told. Oh, I mean, listen, everyone tells me it's brilliant, but I, I wouldn't read I'm it myself. Read, I haven't had time. I've, I, I've literally, I'm the only person in Britain to have read more of your book than... Uh, <laughs> Than of mine. I, do you know what? I didn't get si- sent a copy of yours and get a signed copy. I got nothing. They've run out. Oh, wait. You can, you can, you can get them in the shops. I, get, I, I will go and buy one. But Entrepreneur. Then... I have lots of ideas, <laughs> says Jamie. You can pick any page. And... One of my best what? ones was writing this book. While I've never had a typical job as such, I've always had an eye for enterprise. Mm. Just, just, just wait. The... I started young. When my mum asked me to deadhead the dying daffodils in the driveway, I negotiated a deadheading fee of 10 pence per daff. I was six years old and already business minded, and boy, did I go for it. 10, ten pence per daff. You had to abbreviate daffodil. Wow. And boy, did I go for it. I bet that's another one where poor Justin's written it. And you say, yeah, it was 10 pence. Uh, yeah, it was. It's, it was. It's, it's, it's three in the morning. Justin, Jamie. Uh, yeah, oh god, yeah, sorry. You know I was talking about the um the dead hen heading the daffodils. What? The well, for my mum for ten pence. Yeah, I sort of remember that. Well, I don't think I probably didn't describe to you quite how much I went for it. Yeah, I know so, I said five pence. Yeah. It was actually closer to ten. Yeah. And I just think like something like, uh, oh boy, I really, really went for it. That was written that because people might not think I really went for it enough. They might just think I was just dead ahead of some daffodils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people are gonna love it if they can really just see me. I really um, and- Justin <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I, it's hard to overestimate how much I went for it. <laughs> so true in the moment. I think I there's a standalone podcast series of you just reading this <laughs> book. It's so good. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. Um, do, I just, just last thing I would do on this. How, with, with yourself, how did you decide to write in that style? Um, well, the, the style, I mean, I, I, I wrote crime fiction because I read crime fiction. And like mm. TV shows, I always try and make TV shows that I would watch. Uh, I was, and I love crime fiction. I was trying not to write a funny book, but but, but my characters, it's, it's, it's about four detectives. They're all in their 70s. And they're sort of, one used to be a spy, one was a nurse, one was a trade union official, one was a psychiatrist. And they approached the world in, 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 in such an interesting way. And they're such a fun gang that actually they were making me laugh. So I'm not... It's not supposed to be funny, but it is funny. Mm. It's kind of there's a great mystery at the heart of it, so it feels like a kind of quite sort of Agatha Christie esque. But at the same time, you know, lots of bad things happen to them. But it's you know, it's I mean, people of all ages are, are, are loving it because it makes them laugh, it makes them cry. It is all ages, and yeah. there's a mystery, you know, and that's a that's a that's a quite a fun combination. Richard, I tell you what, mm. you and I have a unique bond. Uh oh. We do. Go on. He's going to well, ask, no, no, ask no, you no, to no, collab on his next. Oh, no, I thought no, you were going to say, and 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 it's no, this. No, I just. No, we just have a unique we, bond. We do. We. I think we have. Oh, a, mate, I think we have a great, sure. unique bond. There's an unspoken. Just love. Absolutely. Well, listen. I, if I can, you're, quote you're like from, an echo. If I can quote from your book. <laughs> yeah, you can. This is honestly, if there's one sentence, yeah, uh, that sums up why you and I are such good friends. Yeah. it would be. I'm going to randomly pick a sentence now. <laughs> I think it would be. I've never gambled before, but my head was turned by a movie about high-stakes poker games called Rounders. It was like a light went on suddenly. Hang on, I remember thinking, you can go into these places with, say, £10. What's that? 100 dead-headed daffodils. Uh, and maybe leave with a £1,000. 
that, and that's why listen that's, that's, why, why, that's why we're always going to be friends man because of the life you've lived and the beautiful way in which you write it <laughs> Richard listen thank you <laughs> so pleasure. much for coming on Private Parts I know how busy you are it's been a real pleasure um yeah, just listen, you're just an incredible guy. You know how much I adore you. So thank you so much for coming on. What we like to do at the end of our podcast yes. is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Oh, my From, goodness. Yeah, there we go. This is the big moment. Again, turn to the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it how you, tra- you were going to prompt him. He was already yeah. going for it. He was yeah. already going for it. I think what I'd do... Okay, yeah. What I'd like to do... Yeah, you can my favourite book is... Uh, what's it called? Is I Can Explain by Jamie Lang. Yeah. And the last paragraph of that whole book yeah. really stayed with me. Okay. Oh, uh, and to me... It's advice for all of us. Okay, Let's have a look what it is. Yeah, this is actually very moving. <laughs> this is like amazing. But I've, from the moment I read this, yeah. you know I'm a fan of it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, this last paragraph, yeah. um, I got it to put it on a t-shirt. You did. I got it on a mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it embroidered will. tapestry. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what magnet on the fridge. Um, Here we go. So this would be my... I feel awful because it's really Jamie's inspiration, but Justin Myers is writer's inspiration. It's gone through an inception of different um, Yeah. Here we go. I might knock it out the park, or I might fall flat on my face. Either way, I'm willing to give it a go. And that's all that matters. <laughs> Richard Lawson, thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.